Welcome to Meet the Property Brothers at the Apple Store Soho in New York. Please welcome this evening's moderator, Vice President of Programming and Development for Scripps Networks Interactive Brands, HGTV, DIY Network, and Great American Country, Brian Balthazar. A woo! Thank you. So, uh, first of all, thank you all for being here tonight. I, there's so much I could say about the Property Brothers. You know you know them as the Property Brothers. They are Drew and Jonathan. Um, you see them on HCTV. You see them on DIY. You see them on the Today Show. Today you saw them on Rachel Ray. Um, they're a, a great part of the HCTV family. Um, on top of being skilled and talented, they are hilarious. Uh, they have a new project uh, we're doing with them called Property Brothers at Home on the Ranch. And without further ado, I'd like to give you a sneak peek. So let's take a look. Look at your weather forecast in the Calgary area now. Clear skies, lots of sunshine today, but chilly. We got a small chance for Some people may think that we grew up in the city, and that is so not true. We literally were ranch kids. Every morning we were up early, we're feeding the horses, we're shoveling the stalls. I guess it's kind of made us the way we are today. Hardworking guys. Never thought in a million years I'd be coming back here to shoot a show, renovating one of our old family friends' homes. We're working on the barn, we're working on the guest cottage. Um, so every area has its own different challenge. And that's why we have to make sure our whole family is here. So JD is gonna be involved with the renovation. My mom and dad are popping in because this is their family friend's home. I'm proud of who I am and I'm proud of my upbringing and you know, I wouldn't exchange it for anything else. Property Brothers at Home on the Ranch on HGTV. Please welcome Drew Scott and Jonathan Scott. <laughs> what did I say? All right, all right. So I'll have welcome. you know, Hello. we're going to give you so much insight today about why we have one of the top-rated shows on the network. It's because, like in that video... We discovered that power tools and tight jeans sell. Yeah. <laughs> it's all about the jeans. That's why he has more social media followers than I do. He's who, the one who does the slow motion renovations in tight jeans. Who, who, follows, who follows me on social media? A couple of you. Who follows me? I think I have three more hands. Yeah, over there. Do you he keep does. track? Do you keep track of each other's numbers as much as your own? So, no, uh, I'm I, not really. Oh, bull, Drew. It, it, so I have about 130,000 more followers on Facebook, and it drives him nuts. He, if you can what ask Linda, Vine? you can ask Linda. He he can't sleep at night because of what it. What about so. Vine? Vine, Drew is beating me, so he brings that up all the time. So, oh, but Vine, Vine, I've got 30,000 uh, more. So on social media, who who's seen the videos that we do on Vine? Anybody? A couple of you guys. Basically, we, we come from a comedy background. I know we're answering all your questions. No, you don't need me. Ask. Come on. <laughs> we, uh, we came from a comedy background. We used to do stand-up, sketch comedy, improv, and, uh, and then we got into real estate. And obviously, a lot of you know us from Property Brothers and, and uh, the shows we do on HGTV. But I love Vine because it lets us go back to our comedy roots. So we just goof off. Uh, you may see Jonathan in gold lame shorts. Uh, that happens. It's just typical outfit. Just because of Vine, of course. No, you wouldn't, if it yes. weren't for Vine, that wouldn't be happening. Oh, yeah. yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm wearing my gold lame shorts right now underneath. <laughs> so so you, yeah. did talk, you do talk a little bit about the beginning. When did you, did you always know you would end up working together, though? I mean, despite, no matter what it ended up being, did you know initially that you were just meant to just pal around? 
We, we started our very first business at seven years old without any influence from our parents. And people were saying, oh, that's cute, couple kids starting a business. We started making those hangers that you wrap nylon around and you do a little rosette on them. I don't know if you've ever seen them in Arts your grandma's closet. Kind of thing. For real? So, yeah, For we real. did. So we started doing that. We saw them at somewhere where we were with my mom and we're like, we could do that. We started making them. We went door to door at the holidays selling them and people were getting them. This is cute. And we ended up meeting this woman who owned a chain of American paraphernalia stores in Japan and she started buying them by the thousands. So I'm not kidding you. So these two seven-year-olds, we were making thousands of dollars, and that was our first official business together. And we're like, we got we got the same entrepreneurial spirit. We actually we had our business cards we made. We just got construction paper and pencil crayons, and we drew each card individually. And it was Jam Enterprises, Jonathan, Andrew, Mom, and our our slogan was We take care of your hangups. So that was oh, it was very anyway, clever. Yeah, we knew right from the beginning. We we always worked well together. I know for our older brother JD, he's two years older. We were the annoying little brothers because we were always on the go doing something. Uh, but no, I, nothing's changed. We're still the annoying brothers. Yeah, exactly. We were clowns. That was one of our first uh, other other jobs. Both of you were clowns. And he hasn't stopped. And one of them's one of you is a magician. He's a magician. Yeah. You do you want something me to, to do, do in your spare time? Saw Brian in half? Yeah. <laughs> please, please do. And also karate. Yeah, second degree black belts in karate. We started that when we were seven as well. My dad said, you can either get into scouts... Actually, when my dad said it to us, we were beavers at the time. I don't know if you know what that is. It's like a no. for, for, for boys when yeah. you're a kid. It's sort of like a scouts kind of thing. It's like a Cub Scout thing. Yeah, or a boy scout. And where we were in Canada, when you go from beavers, the next level is scouts. And so my, my dad said to us, you guys, you're seven years old. You can go into scouts. Or you can go into karate. And he made it this very exciting sounding thing. We're like, yeah, let's do that. And so we did, and we were we've been national we were national champions for years competing, and uh, it was always funny to watch too, though, because we're we're identical twins, especially when we were younger. We looked identical, and the final fight in every tournament was always between Drew and me, and it was like watching a mirror image oh, go back and forth. That's hard. But he knew all my moves, and I knew all his moves, so it was it the fights went on forever. Yeah, I was gonna say they weren't really short; they were really long. Oh yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Did you ever have anything that you both weren't equally? Passionate about magic. Like magic. So John Jonathan, when we were clowns, we used to do magic, and then he didn't like putting on the makeup and the red nose and the frizzy hair. Well, he still has the frizzy hair, but uh, anyway, he decided to get more into magic, and I wasn't really into. I was more into sports, so I started doing more uh, basketball and volleyball and and hitting the gym kind of thing. And he went into let me just point out alone how for life. I mean, so when we went to university originally, I had I was taking physics and English and all of these business courses. Drew dropped all his academics and took just square dancing, volleyball, basketball. Yeah. All Did you really sport. take square dancing? What's the problem with that? Well, I, it's a, I would imagine it's a, an easy A, but like... <laughs> you would think, but if you don't have moves... Uh, Can it was, you show us some of those moves? Do you if, remember them? If only I remembered them, yeah. no. I know there was a, a belt and you hook your thumb. Uh, it was actually... I, was do, I wanted to be a coach, uh, and so I got... A square into, dancing coach? A square or? dancing okay. coach, no. Uh, I did kinesiology, and so I needed... I had a minor in math, so I still had to do math and a lot of my sciences, but then they said you also have to do every sport because if you're going to coach, you have to understand. So I'm like, drop all the boring. Let's pick up all the fun. I did swimming. I did badminton. I did everything. It's you actually, even use the N that so many people put in silently. Badminton. 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 But you say badminton. It's because I'm, I proper. have a degree in badminton. So this is the funny thing, though. When we split off, so we were young still. When, so we were doing the clowning thing up until we were about 12 or 13 at birthday parties and stuff like that. And then we realized, you know, 
that's never going to get you laid. So we, no, we, uh, we realized that we, we, ha we had to do something a little bit different. So Drew sort of segued and became obsessed with basketball. I started doing magic and doing magic. I remember, though, in high school, Drew, we, we would be at parties, and Drew would be like, magic is so lame. You're never going to talk to a girl. Yet we would be at a party, and I'd be doing magic, and there would be a crowd of, like, ten girls all around me. I'd Meanwhile, be dribbling my yeah, basketball, dribbling in the corner. basketball in the corner. What I can do? Why are you What's being a basketball your go -to trick? What was your go-to trick at a party to get the girls? Um, so I don't, if, if you guys are <laughs> familiar with uh, a fellow named David Blaine, yeah. you know, a very famous guy, very talented yeah. magician, he used to do a levitation routine. Uh -huh. So I did that same illusion like a decade like before then. Way before. And David yeah, Blaine and so, is so 1980. Yeah, I mean, give me a break, David. Seriously. So we, that would be the one I would usually do at parties because especially, you know, if, if you know, people were having a beer or two, it, you're all of a sudden amazing. I remember when, when Jonathan was young, though, when he was little, uh, he had this. I'm going to give away one trick just because it's funny. Oh, and, boy. And it was lame. So when he, was, when he was young, he had this fake thumb, and he would do this thing where he could create, like, cloths and stuff. But this fake thumb, like, Jonathan's pale white, and this thumb was like a dark chocolatey brown <laughs> and he would he would have it and it would stick way up over top it looked like he had a hammer like he, he thumped his thumb with a hammer kind of a thing and he was talking like this trying to act all casual like there's no no thumb and all you see is this big throbbing like red reddish no brown attention thumb. to the giant thumb yeah so that he was he's much better now than he was he's performed in vegas he was actually ranked third best in north america on the competitive circuit at one point this too. a nerdy fact for you that there are actually olympics of magic there's a whole subculture, and yes, you compete and everything. It was a lot of fun. But no, we, we did everything. I even remember on a plane And it's one all time. single men. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Uh, I, did, I was uh, flying with my mom once. Um, this is back when I was probably 15 years old. And I remember I started doing... I had a new trick I was doing where I would levitate a Kleenex in front of me, and then I could actually get up and I could step back 10 feet and it would continue levitating and you could put your arms all around it and it's levitating. It was a great trick and I'm just a young guy and I'd practice and practice. I'm not saying I don't believe you, but I don't believe you. Like, uh, how do you how It takes you a lot of practice. That's the problem these days is I don't get any downtime because we're doing so many projects that right. I don't get to practice as much as I used and to. And where are you going to find a tissue these but days? Exactly. Like, yeah, uh, exactly. <laughs> but the, the funny thing was what we all of a sudden had is everyone on the right side of the plane got up from their seats and came over to the left side to see me doing all this magic. The captain came on and Imbalance. told everyone to go back to their seat because they literally, they said the plane was like... Leering. It was like leering yeah. off. because So of everyone that. had to go back and sit on their side. If you haven't realized... Ask us one question like, how's the weather? And we'll yeah. babble for an hour. Is there one thing that one of you likes to eat that the other one doesn't? I like twin questions. We'll get to the show, but, but do, I love twin questions. I think for food, I mean, sushi is top, top of the list. But he won't uh, eat it, and you no, will? No, no, no. We, we both love like, it. What about of, one thing that you, one of you no. loves and the other one hates? So this oh. is the problem. Drew is a health food fanatic, and so Drew believes that... So my philosophy is if it tastes good for you, it must be good for you. Right. Yeah, that's not, that doesn't work not how it works. So well. But he he'll he'll make all these healthy meals that I'm sure they're very healthy. But it's like eating cardboard. Actually, Jonathan also has a little delicate stomach. I can eat <laughs> this table and I'll be fine. So uh, I'm a, I'm a little yeah I I, I I like healthy foods, clean foods. So I I, I, I think of it this way. I'm like, let's be honest. Why would you want a six-pack when you could have a keg? Right? right? Yeah, exactly. Obviously makes sense. True. More to love. Good point. More to love. Yeah. Um, obviously, you do a lot of television, but, but you're also doing music now, too. Tell me how this started. Tell me how people can find it. Well, there's, uh, you may not know her. She's sort of a new, new up-and-comer, uh, Taylor Swift. Uh, she asked me to uh, collab on an album. 
And so, no. So for Proverbios at Home on the Ranch, we, uh, we, you know, this is our roots, where we came from. And when we grew up, we used to just sit around the campfire. My dad and I strumming the guitar. We would all be singing. And we thought, wouldn't it be fun to actually record a couple of songs? And we have friends in Nashville. Uh, so a singer, songwriter, producer friend of ours, and she's worked with, uh, and another fellow, Chad Carlson, between the two of them, they worked with Taylor Swift. They worked with Lady Annabellum. They created Lady Annabellum. Um, Garth Brooks, everybody. To have someone like her that said to us, hey, we should write a couple of songs together. We thought it was pretty exciting. And we, that, we used to do that because we were in church choir way back when we were kids. And, and we also, back in the day, would get hired out to events where my dad, Drew, and me, we would play and sing and stuff like that. But we, in recent years, we haven't done any professional singing in probably 15 years. So this was, it's always a passion of ours, but this is the first time we've actually written a song and recorded it. We actually wrote both songs here in New York. Um, it locked ourselves in a condo here and wrote for two days. And then we recorded them in Nashville. And we go in, Jan uh, in December, later this month, to do the two music videos. First off, don't they sound like a time management nightmare? Like, I don't understand how, how oh you do gosh. all that you if, do. If I could pull up my schedule right now and <laughs> right. show you, you where, can they, where can they find the music before I ask you? On uh, by the way, I'd like to put it out there because on my iPhone, the calendar doesn't have enough space to include everything I need to do in a day. So if somebody could submit that request, right. that somehow they make it a little right. bit. Yeah, I need more space. Well, I, more I wonder if there's anyone around here. Could <laughs> yeah, take maybe, that. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Is that Genius Bar? Suddenly yeah. the geniuses all come swarming over. Right. Um, so on iTunes, you can find our songs. Hold on. It's sort of a. Uh, more of a ballad and then we have Let the Night Shine In is kind of a get you off your seat dancing and we're shooting the music videos this month which is going to be fun right. so those will release uh, the end of the year early next year so if, you are, if you are going on though because I can see you're all on your phones right now downloading the song I can see that uh, search the Scott Brothers because it's not under property but it's under Scott Brothers because our name is Scott right so your, your next name is in property yes. Drew and Jonathan property um, you, you've obviously got all these shows going on. You've got Property Brothers at Home on the Ranch. You've got Brother versus Brother, Property Brothers. Uh, what else? Buying and selling. selling. Buying and selling. Right. Okay. Which is Drew is better than Jonathan. Season four. <laughs> season four. Yeah, we're uh, season thirty-seven on that one. But on top of that, like, walk us through like the lightning round of today. Like, because the shows are busy, but are they more relaxing than when you're not shooting? Because you seem to have a lot going on just today alone. Tell well, us, walk us through today. Well, so today uh, we were up. Uh, I was up maybe six o'clock. We we had interviews that we were doing, a couple of meetings, radio show, and then we had. Uh, some taping for TV, so a lot of media while we're in town. Uh, then we have meetings for, we have our furniture uh, and, and decor line that we've launched, Scott Living, and so we had meetings for that. We're doing new designs. We're coming out with our, our indoor. Has True. anybody here seen any of our Scott Living furniture? We, uh, One we person, hands. two people. Hey, he's my, 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 my best friend now. Yeah, <laughs> he's got better hair than Jonathan. Yeah. Uh, get, get him out. Yeah. yeah. So we, uh, we have Scott Living we launched on QVC, and then uh, from QVC we've, we've uh, launched a few different stores, and we have new vendors we're announcing in the next two months. Um, big, big announcements. So we're excited about that. Drew also had to squeeze in a hot stone massage today. Oh, I actually so. went for a mani-pedi today. You didn't know that. I did not know so that. So I said, uh, I got some well, important things and some emails I got to do, and then my girlfriend and I ran off and had a mani-pedi. <laughs> got to keep these toes looking pretty. Could you? I think we should get an exclusive. What, is a, what no, does it look like no, if you just got pedicure? I'm just going to tuck my laces no. in. And I'm oh, you're a lace tucker. Yeah. I thought he was uh, actually going to do it. What is the best part of your, I don't want to say your day, because every day is different, but what do you enjoy the most about all this? I enjoy, uh, with all the shows, we have, when we take a break from one show, we have another one, and then we just did our fan cruise. We took 2,000 fans to the Caribbean, uh, which was pretty exciting. Was anyone here on the cruise with us? 
Anybody yeah. here? No, really? you guys missed oh, out. Guys. It was fun. So much fun. But what I like is that there's so many different things that we do. It keeps it dynamic. Um, I don't like the monotony of just doing one thing. I love seeing the growth of our brand. And the fact that we air in over 140 countries, we are literally affecting people in a positive way around the globe. We're helping people understand how they can get into their dream home without blowing their bank. I like because what we do is a very creative process in envisioning what a home can be and making that change. But on the flip side, on social media, we do all kinds of goofy, fun right, things. Right. We take the job seriously, but not ourselves. And what I love is when I see our fans also jump on and do something crazy and wild and wacky, and then they'll tag us so we can see it. Um, at Halloween, we had, I don't know how many people dress up as the Property Brothers. It was the funniest thing in the world. We had babies that were like, Six months old, dressed as a property brothers. We had older, everybody. We had yesterday, actually, uh, two fans. Uh, I think they're sisters. I think they're actually twins. Uh, they actually posted, they grabbed a bunch of our typical poses from the different seasons. One, one of me carrying Jonathan over my shoulder and a few things. They dressed as us. She painted a beard on her, and they, they did all our poses. So it's, Do it's you funny. have a couple go-to poses when you're together, like for a photo? All right. Let's do, give us, like, <laughs> Albert, I won't tell you to pout or anything, no. but, like, if I'm the photographer and they're, the photographer's facing you, what are your go-to poses? This, this is called the Property Brothers pose. Click. <laughs> click. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly and it. And then, there's, then when we want to get a little crazy and mix it up, then I'll usually do this. Ooh. Oh, click, see that? Click. Casual, casual. The, the there's, one, also, there's also the um, typical Drew every single day dealing with Jonathan pose. Click. Yeah, click. We have many. Uh, did you when this all started this particular phase of your business did you how did it shake down uh, did it just happen to be that you were going to go into the real estate side you were going to do more renovation or, or no, was well, that a natural thing no what a lot of people don't realize actually is Jonathan was a licensed agent as well he was actually he was the broker for our company so Jonathan actually had more real estate designation than I do so Drew uh, literally does nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you see. Yeah. But the other side of it too, I know how to do um, the hands-on side of it because when we first started, we both did all of the construction side, the renovations. But I'm not a licensed contractor. Jonathan went further and licensed as a contractor, and he went to school for design. The interesting thing is, so uh, yeah, so originally way back in the day, we went to school, both of us to school. I took business and same school, University of Calgary originally, and then and so I took ping pong. Went yeah, went for a little while there. And that's when we first we bought our very first investment property at 18. Two 18-year-old guys. We, we came out of high school. We didn't want to be struggling actors, and Drew was a director. So we thought, let's invest in real estate. That'll fund all our creative endeavors. And so we uh, read every book we could. We even bought the infomercials with like the babes and boats in the background. And the guy's like, no money down. Make millions. He wanted that. I still, still don't have babes and boats. But we, um, so we read all that, and we got just enough information that we were able to buy our first house for $250 down. That's all we were out of pocket. It was a big $200,000 home, which now and here would not get you even a parking spot. But where we were, that was a, a pretty good deal, and that was back in the early in the mid-'90s. And, uh, and so we flipped that property, made a 50-gram profit, and the light bulb went on, and we thought we could make a business out of this. So that's when I left business at university, and I went to college for construction and design, licensed Drew a couple years later, and we started our company. We actually started our real estate company almost a decade before the show came around. Yeah, we exactly. We started investing in 96, and then, uh, and then we actually were approached in 2009. So I was originally approached. We had been doing real estate since 96 until about 2006, and uh, I decided I want to get back into acting. I hadn't done any of it. That was my passion. We did it when we were kids. And uh, I started going out for auditions, but when I was going for auditions, I started getting more calls for host uh, roles as a real estate expert, which I thought at the time, like, I don't want to host. I want to be an actor. 
And then uh, now it makes so much sense doing it. And then I started being pitched for a few shows. I was pitched for a terrible show. The Jonathan worst show this. ever. So this was called Realtor Idol. Oh, it's yeah. basically American Idol for realtors. And I have a beautiful idea. voice, but yeah. it was stupid. They, and, that, and that show there obviously didn't go anywhere, but the production company had another show that they were, they were thinking of doing, and they, they found out he had a twin brother who was a contractor and a designer, and they pitched us a show called My Dream Home, which we massaged a little to be more what we were doing with clients, and that's when Property Brothers was born. Yeah. yeah. And, but you also still act a little bit, right? Uh, I do, yeah. yeah. Jonathan and I have both done some cameos over the years. Um, we've been so busy filming four shows on HGTV. We haven't actually had a, a, Sorry. I haven't had a chance to Sorry do a about lot. That. Thanks a lot. <laughs> and, You're responsible. Uh, but, but I did last year, uh, I did a, a Christmas movie, The Christmas Parade. The funny thing is, when they approached me at first, the producer had said, we'd love you to be our, the, the male lead. And uh, I don't know if anybody knows Anna Lynn McCord. She's an actress in Hollywood. She was the female lead. And I said, I, I can't take 11 days off for filming. I only have four days. And so they said, oh, well, could you play the supporting character? And I'm like, great, what is he? Oh, he's the jerk real estate guy. <laughs> so I said, sure, I'll play Jonathan. No problem. <laughs> this, what I, I was saying to people, so Drew filmed this, and it was, it was the like, very successful holiday uh, movie. And... Drew didn't actually realize. He just thought it was just a documentary crew following him around as the <laughs> yeah. jerk realtor. Yeah, you know. <laughs> you know. But uh, I, I love acting, and and I will be doing more in the new year. I have a couple of opportunities, uh, and as well directing. We have our production company, Scott Brothers Entertainment. We produce uh, Brother versus Brother. We produce Property Brothers at Home on the Ranch that you saw a little tease about, and we produce shows that we're not in as well. But we also are getting back into the scripted side. So we have a few feature films that we've written that we're excited to get off the ground in the next year to two years. You talk a lot about social. You're very active in social. How do you think that has changed? Well, how, how has that affected your career, your brand? How's that changed your business? Hugely. I mean, people cannot get away from Jonathan posting his tasteless self-nudes. I mean, just can't get away from it. They're artistic. Yeah. Uh, no, we, we've put a lot of resources into social media to understand how people are engaging. Um, one of the biggest benefits for us and why we love social, and it's paid off because whenever we premiere a new series or a new project, we can get an army of fans behind it before we even go to air. But we, um, you know, a lot of shows, what they'll do is they'll finish filming a season, then they'll do sort of a post-mortem and they'll talk about what was successful, they'll analyze the show, what do we want to change, what do we want to redevelop. Then going into the next season, they'll start implementing that. We do it in real time. We get feedback. We have a whole social media team because we receive, I get about half a million messages a, a week myself and Drew's about the same across our platforms. So we have software that sort of, you know, filters through everything and our team filters through and we take that feedback from the fans and instantly, so if they tell me today, hey, fans really want to do X, Y, and Z or see a little bit more of this, we implement it the next day. So you, you literally can't get any yeah. more real-time than that. And we also engage on different platforms with different uh, fans. So for example, um, our youngest crowd is on Vine. Uh, and so it's nice for us. Our shows, actually, we reach the widest demographic, too. Obviously, our, our primary demographic are women 25 to 55, but we hit uh, a large male audience, a large younger audience, and that's exciting for us. The whole family can watch our shows and enjoy it and get something out of it. it nothing means more to me than when we're out in public and uh, a kid just five or six years old says to their parents, I see them elbowing their parents and say, hey, that's Drew from Property Brothers. That's cool that a kid can actually watch the show and, and be entertained by it. And yeah. you kind of brought your family into the fold as well. Talk yeah. to us about that. Yeah, yeah. We, we've discovered, so when we originally launched Property Brothers at Home last year, who saw the renovation on our house in Vegas? How come you haven't come over to use the water yeah, slide? Yeah, anyone use the slide yet? No? Heck. 
So when we did that renovation, so that show, the ratings were off the charts. It had broken a bunch of records. It was great, very successful show. And we realized we're not what people were tuning in for. My parents and my dogs are more popular than we are. <laughs> yeah. So we, we've now like, let's put them in more. It's actually funny, uh, or it's fun for us to have our parents involved. And JD, we have an older brother, two years older. And I mean, he's a host. He has his own shows and he does some with us. We also produce a show that he's in. And uh, it's just fun to have the whole family together because we're such a tight family. Uh, by the way, anybody here see Family Feud that we did? A couple of hands went up. My mom had the best answer ever. So one of the questions, if you know how Family Feud works, there's a poll. And uh, the question was, who is most likely to tell you to lay back and relax? And my mom, all flustered, answered. Well, some of the answers were like dentist, therapist, massage therapist, whatever. And I said your spouse, and those are all on the board. And then my mom's like, ah. And, and Steve Harvey's like, come on, Joanne. Who's most likely to tell you to lay back and relax? My mom says, the milkman. <laughs> that's first that's of all, what our family's like. First of all, does that position even still exist? Are there milkmen? No, not really. It might know. be coming back. Like yeah. I think everything is now coming back delivery-wise. Yes, but possibly. So to answer your question, we're going to actually take some audience questions in just a moment. But before we do, what do you think is the biggest misconception about you both? Or something that people assume about you that they're way off about? I think one thing there's uh, a huge misconception is that we film everything in Canada. Uh, a lot of people think we're from Toronto. We've never lived in Toronto. We, we've filmed there, but uh, we live in Las Vegas. We're from Vancouver right. originally, so we are Canadian, but uh, we shoot more in the U.S. than we do in Canada. But uh, because at the tail credits, there's a little Canadian flag, um, because yeah. we do some post-production right. uh, post and editing up there, uh, and season one was up there, uh, people just assume everything's shot in Canada. What brought you to Vegas? Uh, well, Drew wanted to be a pole dancer. So yeah, didn't work out. They, no, Harry Legged pole dancer there. doesn't work. Yeah. No, we, uh, so back when the economy had collapsed in Canada, so our, our construction company originally was in Calgary. Um, the U.S. was further along in the recession, so there was a lot more opportunity to invest there. And um, so I moved Got down, it. and at the same time, I'm a magician, so I had also I worked in Vegas, and I had a lot of friends there. It's so there warmer. Easy answer. No snow, right. no oh, rain. Right. Better um, opportunities there. And, and Vegas itself is, people don't realize it, it's a diverse city. I mean, I love right. shows and restaurants. I don't gamble, so yeah. it's a good city. It was city. a good city. For him as an illusionist, though, that, that was a huge thing for him to want to live in the heart. Yeah. It, all of the world knows Vegas for magic as well. I still perform in Vegas once a year. Really? So yeah. last Where? Year I performed, is it always the same place? or no? uh, okay. Yeah, mix around. So last year I performed at the Tropicana at the Laugh Factory there. Um, this year I think I'm going to do a set. It's in a, in, I usually go in one of my friend's show and do a set. Uh, this year I think I'll probably do it over at the Planet Hollywood, awesome. and uh, it's a lot of fun. So we'll you follow you on social to find out. Yeah, and, absolutely. And by the way, so you guys know as well, we've shot. Yeah, we shot in New York and Connecticut um, just up until uh, when do we when do we end? Uh, October. Yeah. So yep. we were just we were just here for seven months filming, and we're back in April. We'll be filming here again. So we just posted today for auditioning. So if you live, we're mainly doing the Westchester area, and then we went up in uh, as far as Stanford. But um, if you guys are looking to renovate, you're looking to buy a house and renovate, um, you can apply. Go to the social media page for Property Brothers. Or if you're looking to give me fresh baked goods, I'll do your kitchen yep. renovation for free. So Ooh, I, that's oh, the way that to my heart. loaded offer yeah. right there. Also <laughs> buying and selling though too. Keep that in mind. <laughs> buying and selling. So if you're looking to sell your home and move on to something else, we're also doing that. I feel like I should have a disclaimer there like pastry purchase does not guarantee kitchen makeover. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we, uh, let's see if, who if has some questions in the audience here. Could someone raise their hand if you have a question? My name is Andrea and I have an identical twin sister yes. and I want to ask you guys a twin question. Yes. Out of you and Drew, which one is the devious twin? 
Which is the diva twin? Devious, devious. The evil twin is my answer. The evil twin, right? The evil twin, basically. Well, okay. Not not evil, but just like more devious, more yeah. uh, tricky. Chances. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Well, let's put it. Let's put it out to the crowd. If you guys had to vote by show of hands, if you think Drew's the devious twin, raise your hand. Oh, come on, guys. That's just uh, not You guys are smart. Why See, am I, everyone this is the thing. Bad one. I, I act all innocent, but really, behind closed doors. <laughs> He's the puppet Actually, master. Actually, here's a different side of that question. Who's the more uh, mischievous twin? Recently, Jonathan has been trying to prank me every two seconds he can get. Has anybody seen on social media when he hid the fire hydrant under the pile of leaves? Anybody see that? You saw that? Jonathan did a bro prank, and he hid a, a, a full fire hydrant under these piles of leaves, and then he just came, came across as we were walking along. I didn't know he had prepped. And he's like, hey, let's, uh, for social, let's do, like, kick over some leaves or whatever. I'm like, great. I run up there and kick it, and it's a fire hydrant. Dong! Thanks a lot. Four and a half million views on I that think, video. I think we have our answer, uh, though. Hi there, my name is Giselle. I live in Spain, but I'm back and forth from here. So I've Hola. seen that you're selling your program as well in Europe. I've seen them in many countries. And are you thinking about not only selling the program, but just going and doing actually I renovation? I would love to, do, to film international. Like We have so many different areas we'd love to film. And, and because we're, we air everywhere, uh, we get asked all the time. So if you want, we'll come I and want. stay with you. Yeah. And then we'll start renovating Deal. your house first, and then we'll move on from there. But yes, I, I would love to do that. By the way, our so our show is, in, we're in over 140 countries, and we're dubbed into all these different languages. Our Spanish one is hilarious because <laughs> it's hermano salobra. And they use, they, they dub it's us with this guy who has a deep, deep voice, but the same guy does both of us, within the same breath, even. Really? And so yeah. when we go, so people expect that I have this real deep, sexy voice. <laughs> in, in the commercial, the commercial actually was me turning around holding a puppy in a Ola. tight white shirt going, Ola. Yeah. <laughs> but it's I, yeah, it's fun. We just did an Asian press tour with, uh, with HGTV Asia, and it was exciting to see that even though it's a different style of living, a lot of apartment uh, condo living out there, they're still inspired by the show because we're showing them space saving and functionality in the home. And we're European citizens, so we could film over there, and it would be a-okay. A-okay, eh? We uh, have a question in the second row, I think four in for you. Yeah, uh, keep your hand up there. Lady in plaid there. I see I, I I'm her favorite. She's wearing plaid. <laughs> Whatevs. Um, hi, I'm Tanya. I'm an expat from Toronto. Um, and I sometimes kind of get called out on, like, my Canadianness. Yeah. And I was wondering if you found different Sorry sensibilities between your Canadian homeowners versus your American homeowners, what they want that's Are different. Are there any differences? Before, before I answer that, can you say one thing for me? Um, say, sorry, I have to leave my house and go to the bar. Sorry, I have to leave my house and go to the bar. That that's not bad. Too bad. That no, wasn't too Canadian. I heard a little bit in the it's sorry. It's Toronto. Yeah. Toronto's yeah. not the as... The one I always get, they always say, I, I pronounce... Tomorrow weird. I, I would say tomorrow. Tomorrow. Oh, yeah, that yeah. Is yeah. Yeah. So yeah, there are differences though. So it's funny if you're ever wondering because we don't say on the show where we're filming. Um, you know, in fact, we just started doing that because people were asking. But if you're ever wondering where we're filming, if the price of the house is ridiculously expensive, it's in it's Canada. Canada. <laughs> if the price is somewhat relatable or even really really cheap, like Vegas is cheap, or if we're in like Atlanta, the Austin. Price cheap. But the funny, the most difference is when we're filming in Canada, uh, the TV's not as big a thing. Like the people aren't as like in love with TV and all that jazz there. So we'll say to them, like, we'd like to film with you on Tuesday and Thursday at like between one and four. And they'll be like, 
no, that's okay. I don't want to. And we're like, oh no, I'm but busy. we really would like. Whereas here, we're like, we'd like to film between Thursday, between one and four. They'll be like, no problem. I'll quit my job. I'll pull my kids out of school. <laughs> this is great. What do you want? I can that change my name. Actually, here's so. another funny thing that, that some homeowners, and this is in Canada and the U.S. Uh, so, so we'll start shooting a scene. We just want homeowners to be themselves. We don't want any acting. Just literally be yourself. And then uh, we have uh, the homeowners. We'll start shooting. Like I'm taking them into a house to tour a house. And then they'll literally go like this. We'll walk in. I say, hey, so what do, what do you think? And they're like, well, Drew, I think this house is terrible. Don't you agree, wife? And they're like super acting. And then we stop. And we're like, what are you doing? They're like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm playing the part. I'm like, be yourself. We're buying a house. There's no acting. Yeah. Anyway. Or we'll walk in. It'll be this ugly, ugly carpet or something. Like terrible carpet in place. And they'll be like, yeah, that's not so bad, actually. I could see myself getting on with, like, get, getting along with that. And we're like, what are you talking about? They're like, oh, we thought you wanted us to like it. Right, right. What are you talking about? People no, just be yourselves. Yeah, They're eager to please. Yourself. It's true. We have a question here. And then next up, this woman in white in the back. Hi, um, I'm Lauren, and I'm an interior design student, and so is half the back row. Hey. <laughs> you guys um, might want to get Lauren's business card if you need any work done. Um, our, one of our questions was, um, how do you recommend after college, what, how should we start getting into the design world, and what great, should we do? <laughs> great question. So what should you do once you're finished uh, at design school? Um, I believe we, this was a design question. We, uh, yeah, my design team, uh, what I do... No, we actually, we, we bring in interns, and, and we bring a lot of design students in to work with us. On each project, Jonathan has different uh, design interns. Now here's a valuable answer. So, no, yeah, it, basically the big thing is education's key. Um, when I went to, so I went to school for both design and construction. I will admit of all the design knowledge that I picked up in school, a fraction of that is what I use day to day. I actually, I learned so much by getting out and actually doing things, working with a designer who I respected, um, and also understanding what's available out there. There's always new products, there's always different trends. It's about immersing yourself in design and just getting out a lot. You know, in the beginning, you'll find everybody under the sun wants you to go and do design for them for next to nothing. Uh, and so, but it's, there is value in getting the experience and doing some so you can build up your portfolio to the point where you can then start to pick and choose what clients you want to work with and of course as the better more experience you get the better your rates get here's a little tip though from our end what we've learned over the years too a big part of your role as a designer is to take the client outside of their comfort zone and show them what they never knew they wanted but that they really want um, so not always conforming to what they're, they're trying to explain to you or what they say because they don't know design and yeah. so always keep that in the back of your mind it's not don't be afraid to show them something different yeah. secondly I'm looking to replace Jonathan <laughs> yeah yeah yes I, you, you probably do a lot better you know <laughs> these looks are fading uh, the other thing I was gonna say too is be aware most clients and this is good for everyone to know and if you're interested in design most clients Clients think they know what they like, but they don't because they only know what they're familiar with. Uh, I've shown clients stuff that they're like, no, 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 I don't like that because they've never heard of it. And then I'll sneak it in anyway, and it's the number one feature that they're in love with. So clients do not actually know what they like. Hi, my name is Shannon. Uh, I was just wondering, what is your guys' favorite thing about New York? Ooh, New York. Oh, There's an energy in New York. Whenever, because every, every, so I'm actually looking for a place in New York right now because I'd love to spend more time here. Um, and there's just this energy because the reason I live in Vegas, shows and restaurants, I love shows and restaurants. The only city I could say that could beat that would be New York. And I, I don't know if, as locals, if you guys ever hear this when you travel, because we travel everywhere uh, globally, but also across the country, East Coast, West Coast. We've lived East Coast, West Coast. Uh, people always say New Yorkers—they're rude, they're crude, they're—you they, know—they don't give you any time. No one's friendly when you walk down the street. 
I don't get that. No, I don't get that true. at all. I actually That's love the people. It's a huge yeah. misconception. When we walk down the street, I love how friendly people are to us, how welcoming in the community is when we're renovating too. The whole community comes together, so the people. I, and I've learned, because we filmed here for seven months, I've learned the differences, like some of the local isms. Um, for example, when we were filming in, say, uh, Toronto, people are like, if, you, if they're cutting you off in traffic, they'll cut you off, but they'll say, oh, sorry, and then they'll cut you off. Whereas here, they're like, get out of the way! <laughs> yeah, that and doesn't happen here. So I've learned the differences, subtle. And, and our last question right there in the back, on the right there. Hello, my name is Liz. How are you? I'm well. Okay. Um, so I have a question for you. I'm a huge fan of you guys, and I'm an interior designer, uh, project manager for GC here in the city. My sister's an architect, and we're actually launching uh, buying properties in the Connecticut area. So my question to you is, what is the one advice that you would provide to us that would help us make us as successful as you? So basically what you're asking is, Property Sisters is the new show. We're replacing you, right? Oh, um, I see what's yeah. happening here. So um, it, basically, it, you mean to grow your brand is, is what you're asking for what you're doing for... Yeah, so to start off, the big thing is, which we kind of touched on even for the design peeps over here, uh, education is great. It's very important. Um, when, you're, when you're getting into growing your business and you're getting into buying property and, and, uh, and selling property, the most important thing to us is always the client. Whether I'm selling the house to someone else's client, a, a realtor brings somebody else in to buy my house, or it's just for a homeowner that's keeping the house, our integrity is everything. So the integrity of our brand. So we always make sure if there's something, we never hide it. If there's a problem we find, we fix it. We deal with it because I never want to pass something on to someone else that's an issue. So I would say the one thing to always look at is the integrity of your brand and never cut a corner, never cut, uh, uh, do a quick, cheap, easy job just to get it done and save you money. Always think about the people after you. And, and we say too... When, when you're looking to get into real estate, whether it's on the construction side or whether it's as a real estate agent, look, if you're looking to get into this as just a job to make some money, you're in the wrong business. You will not last in this business. But if you're getting into it as a career, nothing is more valuable than your brand. And so that's why I, most people don't realize I've had the same phone number for 20 years. I've never changed my phone number. I'm going to so give it out at the end of this. Yeah. So the, you know, people, you, you'll get some contractors, for example, who change their number every other week. That's pretty shady. So we always say, be that person who's very organized, that you associate with other organizations like Better Business and all this that have that reputation behind them too, because that shows that you're willing to put the effort out for your brand, and it reflects to the clients who are looking into you. And it's the same too with Scott Living, our, our furniture and decor. We have uh, a lot of companies that approach us to collaborate with them on, on products, and we turn it down because some products are not as uh, high quality as what our standards are. It's the same right here where we are with Apple. Everybody knows Apple as being the top quality uh, in their industry and, and with their brand. And that's exactly what we want to have. If you have a weak brand, you're never going to go anywhere. Uh, lastly, watch them on HGTV Wednesday at 9. 9 o'clock, episode 2 will be airing Wednesday. Right. Yeah. And following on social, it's Mr. MR, Jonathan's right? Mr. Silver Scott. Silver's his middle name. And Mr. Drew Scott. Drew Scott, sorry. And, uh, and then also you can actually, if you want to binge watch, you can go to iTunes Store right now and get many, many, many episodes. So everybody, let's put it together for Drew and Jonathan Scott. Thank, Thank you, you so very much. much. Thanks for hanging out with us. Good luck to the design peeps out here. Yeah.